This is Defending Potential, the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania podcast. We discuss our mission to create and support one-on-one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of you. I'm Dave Kaharchik, Governing Board, Marketing Chair, and host of Defending Potential, the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania podcast. We're talking about a unique new event in the time of COVID called Quiz for Kids Sake today, and of course, the importance of fundraising for a nonprofit during this unique time. Joining us now are board member and podcast producer Dan Kimbrough of Park Multimedia and executive director of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania, Michelle Hamilton. Dan and Michelle, thank you both for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you very much. So kind of cool. We get to turn the, the microphone around a little bit on Dan, who normally <laughs> he gets to sit silently as, as I do all the talking here. But Dan, we, we want to hear from you today because you have got some great stuff. And, you know, a, a few months ago, as the pandemic waged on and we've seen, you know, case numbers numbers go up and case numbers go down. And I, I think a lot of businesses and organizations are going through the same issue is that, you know, they're, they're trying to find a way to continue to operate, to continue to function the best they can. However, it's really difficult to make decisions when you don't know what's what's going to happen next in terms of the evolution of the pandemic. So knowing that we had to postpone Bowl for Kids Sake, a very popular, one of the, the biggest fundraisers or the biggest fundraiser of the year for Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania. And Dan, you had an idea on, on this quiz. You proposed it last year and things came about. Uh, so, so what prompted the idea? I mean, this is something I think you said you saw somewhere before, correct? Um, kind of. So last year, uh, probably about a year ago now, we were planning on, as the the marketing committee, trying to find ways of keeping people talking about Big Brothers Big Sisters between all of our big events. There's Bowl for Kids Sake. Um, there's the Purse Bingo. Um, I'm trying to remember the game night in the fall and we have all these sort of bigger events that were happening but in between there was a lot of planning but we weren't really out in the community and so one of the things that we looked at were trivia nights and the idea that a lot of people go to trivia nights it's low on us because it's we don't have to really plan anything it show up bring some swag sponsor a night talk to people about big brothers and big sisters and sort of get the word out and finding other little ways of being a part of the community and sharing what we were doing while planning the next big event and so trivia was i think the last event we held in person um in 2020 and it went great at the actual in-person trivia so i started looking around for ways that if we were as a as our as big brothers big sisters if we wanted to continue to do trivia how could we do this and then another friend of mine who was looking at trying to do some um socially distanced trivia as well had brought up the idea. And so I'd started digging around and found the app that we're going to end up using uh, the program. And as I dug into it, it was like, Hey, we can actually do a lot with this, but we were in that transition. And it was also that time of, well, it's just two more weeks. It's just three more weeks. It's just another month. And we didn't realize how long the pandemic was going to go. And it got pushed back for a little while until this year when Michelle came to me and said, Hey, that program you talked about, we're thinking about doing instead of bowl this year, let's do quiz for kids sake. And what I like about this, Dan, is, you know, there are, there are people that, that handle the pandemic in their own ways. I mean, we all do. Everybody has a certain degree of, of risk they're willing to take. But what, what I think is really great about this, no matter how you feel about the virus or what your level of risk is with, with going out and doing different things, um, you can participate in this event 
from your living room couch, right? E, that is correct. So uh, on your phone, tablet, or on your computer, if you want to, no matter where you are, as long as you have not even internet, mobile connection, you can join in and play in the trivia. So in 2021, we're talking about Tuesday, April 27th, and Thursday, April 29th at 7 p.m. And uh, let's bring Michelle in now. Michelle, a couple of days set up here for this Quiz for Kids Sake event, and we've got one that that is more family-oriented, another that's more for the adults. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the details of, of how this will work. Yeah, and, and thanks to Dan for bringing this to the board meeting, um, I think, back in April. Um, so a year later, um, we're going to hold this event, um, April 27th and 29th, like you said, uh, 7 o'clock. It's for an hour. Um, we're going to have one for adults and one for, for families. Um, like you said, you know, with teams of one to four, you could be sitting in your home. You don't have to be together to be on a team, which is kind of unique. Um, you know, over two nights, uh, in each round, we'll have prizes for the winners. And so we're also planning on having a light bulb moment champ. So whoever wins the whole kit and caboodle will have a, a nice um, prize for the event. And we're really encouraging, you know, people, you know, friends or family to, you know, have a night out actually in, I guess you would say, um, safe and socially distanced through this, you know, um, event. And it's a short hour long, but we played it as staff and as a committee, and we all had a lot of fun. So I think people really in, it will get engaged and have fun with it. And, and Michelle, I guess, you know, the, the important part from a, a fundraising standpoint here is that, you know, not being able to do both for kids sake is very challenging for the agency itself, because that that was the biggest singular fundraiser of the entire year. So many businesses and organizations in the community came together to support that event. And, and it's an event that ran for many years. So I, I know that we as an agency, you as, as the executive director are really calling on those in the community, those businesses that have supported Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania in the past to, to get behind this and, and really do their best uh, they can during these tough times to support this great event. Yeah, we are going to be um calling out to our our partners that we've partnered with for years and years um, through our bowling alleys to help support something new and different. And, you know, maybe the business can even enter a team or, um, you know, get behind us. So we've got um, uh, different sponsor levels. They're kind of fun. Um, we've got a presenting sponsor that would have naming rights for the event. And then we've you know, starting at 2,500, and then we even have an Einstein sponsor for 1,200, Genius sponsor for 600, the Know-It-All sponsor for 300, and the Smarty Pants for 150. And it's kind of, you know, taking on the name of the of the quiz and having some fun with it. Um, so we're hoping that we can we can, um, you know. As you said, Bowl for Kids Sake was canceled last year, 2020. Um, and so this will be kind of taking the place of it um, to some extent. You know, as you can see, we, we renamed it Quiz for Kids Sake, you know, instead of the Bowl for Kids Sake um, with the same idea that really supporting mentoring. Um, and now, you know, with COVID and, and, and everything, we really need need the support um, of, our, of our partners that we've partnered with for 35 years or more. Mm -hmm. And it really is, uh, it's help that's needed because, you know, the pandemic has changed the way of life for many. It's caused, uh, you know, hardship for many, but there's also hardship that remains in the community. There, there are kids literally on a waiting list that are, that are waiting for volunteers. There, there are funds that are needed to make 
everything work at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania. And, and I know we've sort of touched on this uh, before here on Defending Potential, Michelle, but just talk about the challenges from from your standpoint and running the agency that, you know, the, the need doesn't end, even though the pandemic has, has really complicated things. Sure. You know, as far as our mentoring and our operations, you know, we get that a lot. How are you doing um, as an organization? And I have to say, we're, we're busier than before the pandemic with our operations, um, with m- matching youth. We matched youth right through the pandemic, um, and we did that all virtually. Um, we're onboarding new staff. Um, actually, we just hired a bilingual program specialist. So we are, you know, although that, you know, we've got some challenges, we're changing the way we operate, um, you know, like doing things virtually, meeting virtually with our potential partners. Um, and it's really catapulted us into new ways of doing things. Um, I think it's really an exciting time for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, we have a strong, strong governing board and members um, that have been on the organization helping um, for over 30 years in some cases. So the need definitely um, for mentors is out there. Um, we've got children, like you said, on the wait list. Um, that have been waiting. And I do have to say one thing that will will really help us is that if you do decide to become a mentor and you decide that you want to commit for the year and once, you know, one hour a week or two hours a week with a child or you um, that, you know, you go through that. I think one of the biggest, the biggest barriers for us is just getting through that whole process. And once you get through that, that application process and the backgrounds, um, it's exciting to, you know, finally get connected and matched with that youth. So um, just to call out to people to say, hey, I can do that one hour to two hours a week or three hours. And that's a that's a good point, because I think sometimes people think about, you know, getting involved with something like mentoring or getting involved and helping at a nonprofit. But in the case of, of what what is needed here, it really is not a huge commitment where, you know, um, we've heard of stories of, of couples maybe that have that have had kids that that have have grown up and and maybe they're missing that relationship, that close relationship. So it's an opportunity maybe for some folks that are a little bit older that that once again, they can have sure. a child in their lives that they could mentor and kind of guide and get that rewarding uh, feeling from seeing that child grow and develop. And it, it really, Michelle, comes down to just a couple hours a week, as you said. It's not necessarily that, it, that it's going to change your life in terms of the way you're committing things, but it may change your life in the sense that, that the feeling that you get from seeing a child really kind of blossom underneath your guidance is, is really something special. Yeah, and I know we we do hear that, you know, from our volunteers that they get more out of it, they think, than the little does. And it's true, you know, you do get something out of coaching and mentoring and being there. And again, it's not about knowing how to do um, honors chemistry or, you know, algebra (laughs) or any of those things. I mean, it's really about spending time, uh, providing some guidance, some supports, an ear you know, just going out for a walk or riding a bike or sledding now that we've got, you know, a foot of snow on the ground. So, um, yeah, we, we do, um, we do know our mentors get a lot out of this. 
And I think it's a good time to bring Dan back in because, Dan, you have uh, a unique story that, uh, you know, you're originally from the Fort Wayne, Indiana area, and we're glad that you're with us here in northeastern Pennsylvania, initially moved in for a teaching job, and now you have your own uh, media business. Talk about, you, you know, you were a little yourself, so you actually had worked with a mentor as a child, and uh, tell us about that experience. What was life like before you had the influence of a mentor, and how did you see yourself change throughout that process and throughout work? Working with someone to kind of to spend some time with you and and give you that guidance as you were growing up. Um, no, it was amazing actually. Um, I, I actually have a slightly different, a little different story. Um, I we had a it was Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northeastern Indiana, and we have a first friends program where unmatched littles on a I think it was twice a month you got to go out with unmatched bigs and meet with them and sort of the agency would be watching and seeing how individuals work so there was enough need but there were enough mentors um that that was something that they could pull off and I actually only had a big for about nine months and he had a family issue that he ended up having to pull out of the contract and move on but I was in the first friends program I believe until I was in probably uh, ninth or 10th grade. And even though I didn't have a one-on-one -on -one connection, being a part of the program, having big brothers and sisters to rely on um, actually taught me a lot of leadership skills um, and helped me come out of my shell because I was always there. I sort of knew the layout of the agency. I knew a lot of the activities. And so often they would let me, hey, can you go downstairs and unlock the game room while we get the headcount for everyone else and do these things because I was around so much. And so uh, I wasn't matched very long, but I was with the agency right until I started playing high school football. Um, and sort of my mentorship went from the agency to my coaches, but it really helped me blossom and grow a lot. And my younger brother was actually um, matched as well. And his match lasted until he graduated. And we still get um, holiday cards from his um, his former bigs as they now have their own family and two daughters that I think are in college now, which makes me feel really old. Um, <laughs> but um, but we still talk to them on a regular basis and keep in contact. And so big brothers, big sisters, I can I can honestly say that without the agency, I don't know where I would have been because there were a lot of years there. Um, my mother was a single mother with two very big boys who played football in the long run, but we were always active in doing things. And the agency took some of that weight off of her so that she knew a couple of times throughout the month we would be gone for an hour or two and she could trust where we were. We weren't, you know, doing inappropriate things. Um, and it's a relationship that we still have every now and then she runs into the executive director that was the director at the time and they still sit and chit chat and talk. And so it's, it's a lifelong experience. Well, and what's interesting, Dan, is, you know, you mentioned that maybe you didn't have the, the most traditional mentoring relationship, but it, it really had a massive impact on your life. And as you just stated, you're not even sure where you might have ended up or how things may have been different in your life if you didn't have that. And you kind of came full circle because as you got out into your professional career, you actually became an intern as part of the mm -hmm. agency. Tell us about that part of your life. Uh, yeah. So I went to Manchester College in northeastern Indiana. Um, and while I was there, my senior year, I needed another psych internship. And 
was looking around and didn't really know what it was going to go uh, go into. And Big Brothers Big Sisters had an intern opening as a case manager for their Lunch Buddies program. And I applied and a few people there had actually recognized me like, we would love to have you back. Like when you were little, you were amazing. You helped out often. Like we think this would be a, a perfect match. And so I spent six months um, as a case manager for well, as an intern early on. And then the, the person I was working with was actually on maternity leave. So I ended up running the Lunch Buddies program for the following um four months that i was there and it was an amazing experience um i got to speak at their annual dinner because i'd gone from little to intern in that process and so um i learned a lot of the the back end of the agency and the day-to-day work that gets done by the staff that often goes overlooked we always talk about the bigs and the littles but to run an agency like big brothers and sisters is a very hard thing and so it was very cool to sort of see that back end and be a part of that as well and dan for those uh thinking about getting involved. You know, Michelle had talked about uh, that, that it's not a big time commitment. You know, from your standpoint, as a former, what would be called little or mentee, mm-hmm. um, what would you say to maybe, uh, you know, a mom, a dad, or even just a, a person out there that, that maybe a, a single person that would like to have a little bit of an influence on a child's life? What would you say to them if they're on the fence about thinking about volunteering? What might, uh, you know, from your experience, push them over the edge and make them say, you know what, I, I think I really want to get involved with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern PA. Uh, I'd say that it's the time commitment is as much as you want to put into it. So it's an hour a week. If it's 15 hours a week, whatever you want. But it's one of the the easiest ways to make an impact uh, in someone's life and an impact that you'll be able to see over time. The the fact that you're literally going grocery shopping or going out for dinner or just going for a walk with the youth in our area, that means something to them. They're, you are being a person that they can rely on, um, that they can trust and sort of build this long-term relationship with. And the, it may be an hour of your time, which may not seem like much, but for that youth, it's a humongous impact. And you will, it's one of the few things that you do where you almost immediately see the impact and the change in someone's life. And look what you've become, Dan. Now I just, I sit here and talk and you make me sound good by, by, by your podcasting talents here. You operate Park Multimedia. You, you know, you've gone from a, a university professor to, to being your own uh, business owner, which is really, really awesome. And, and you know, I, I think I speak for everybody from the agency. We're glad that you're a part of, of the board. Glad that you help us out with this Defending Potential podcast. And, and really great that everything panned out for you as good as it could. And, you know, Michelle, going back to the quiz for kids sake, I mean, this is just one of the many ways if, you know, you're still not convinced to maybe volunteer your time just yet, um, you know, from your living room couch, from your bed, for that matter, you can get involved with this great event on April 27th to 29th. So if people are interested in, in getting involved with quiz for kids sake, or a business wants to jump on board and get behind this, uh, you know, great community event, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. Um, so I think, you know, the best way always is uh, go to our website. Um, it's uh, bbbsnepa.org. Um, you can find all of the information there, you know, regarding um, sponsorship or even information on if you would like to just be a team. Um, follow that follow that link and, and see. see uh, also, what other, other things are on our website, other events, um, you know, that we've got going on. We're you know, constantly, um, you know, adding events and different things um, on that website. So please take a look. 
And in addition to that, you know, you mentioned other things going on, but even those that are, that are thinking about perhaps volunteering, Michelle, or getting involved, I know you do a lot of like information sessions. So a lot of ways that even, you know, people don't necessarily have to come out to the agency, but they can get some initial information by, uh, you know, going virtual, doing stuff through social media and the website, correct? Correct. So we, we actually, through the pandemic, decided that we would like to do things virtually again and do a whole orientation online. So we've got some info sessions um, that we do uh, weekly. So um, you can also check our Facebook page, um, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania, and we post them on there. They're actually events. Um, so it makes it easy to kind of see, oh yeah, we're here. I can I could join at noon or join at 5.30. We have two different time frames to keep, you know, uh, make it uh, easier for people to join on maybe during their lunch at lunch. Um, we we're trying to, to stream it down to only 30 minutes. So not a lot of time out of your day, but, um, just another way to, you know, for us to operate, we're thinking of outside of the box. I know that's a cliche, um, but the pandemic has really given us license to be creative, you know, not do the same old thing. Um, and so, you know, check, check out those info sessions and learn a little bit more about what the expectations are. So easy to get involved and keep in mind for whatever reason, if you need uh, help with your media, your digital media, media in general, podcasting, don't forget about our man, Dan Kimbrough here, our producer (laughs) from Park Multimedia and Big Brothers, Big Sisters uh, success story. Um, Great episode, uh, Dan Kimbrough and Michelle Hamilton. Thank you both for being here. And don't forget, Quiz for Kids Sake, April 27th and 29th in 2021. As Michelle mentioned, you can go to bbbsnepa.org to get more information on the event. Check out social media as well. And uh, we appreciate your time and being here. I'm Dave Kaharchik, Governing Board Marketing Chair, along with Michelle Hamilton and Dan Kimbrough. Um, We appreciate your time. and We'll talk to you both soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Defending Potential, the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania podcast. For more information, visit bbbsnepa.org or check us out on social media.